What's up, Repress Your Family? We are back with another Bible study lesson for you. And this message actually concludes and ends our off-season series. We truly hope and pray that this series has been a blessing to you all. This last message being delivered by both Darche and Javante Ham, where they kind of tag team the message and end us off on the importance of finishing this off-season strong. Finishing the off-season strong. We truly pray that this uh, series has been a blessing to you all. And we truly pray that you all stay the course. He good. He is so good. He is so good. He is so good. Before I get started, um, I just truly want to uh, just speak on just the people who just shared, you know, um, Miss Alexandria. Uh, thank you for sharing your testimony, man. It it just blessed me, and uh, man, he gonna keep providing. He gonna keep providing. He gonna keep making a way. And it's so crazy how, you know, some things that the enemy think that he'll birth a child out of an ugly situation, but it'll be your biggest blessing. And he did the same thing with me with my daughter. I can remember, um, you know, when I first got the news and how that just shifted my whole aura of my just being in, 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 in what the enemy, you know, wanted to use for evil and wanted to use to stress me out has become uh, most definitely one of the biggest blessings of my life. And so um, we love you, even though we just met you, we love you. Uh, we here for you. You don't just come this one time. Keep coming back. Uh, you're going to have more testimonies and I'm looking forward to hearing it. Um, Brittany, 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 uh, I, I'm not a woman, but I was at the Go Girl event yesterday, y'all, and it blessed me. She ain't getting to say too much about it, y'all, but, man, the Lord showed up, y'all. The Lord showed up. The Lord showed up and did a marvelous thing on yesterday, uh, and y'all just give Brittany, man, so much. Y'all give Brittany some praise in the chat because her first event, man, she went, she she started off with a bang. And so I'm so happy for you. And uh thank you, Shay, for sharing the testimony, y'all. But something about Shay, y'all, that 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 I um I always say is that I'm the storyteller of the relationship. And so sometimes Shay tells part of the story, but um, the magnitude of what Shay shared with y'all uh, is not the, uh, you know, it, it's the story, but it's not the entire story, you know? So uh, I'm preaching from a place today of truly, man, just full of thanksgiving on you know what god is you know it's something that she shared with y'all that you know that that she, that she uh forgot to say was that um not only did we have to you know move out uh by the um first by september 1st which is in you know a couple of days but we didn't have any money we didn't have a dollar um we didn't have a dollar to our name um, you know, we not only did we not have a dollar to our name, our credit uh, has been messed up throughout the process of, you know, just losing every single thing and trying to hold on and, and playing uh, robbing Petey to pay Paul. And so this bill might have to get missed out on this month and that month. And so the the magnitude of what was going on was just tragic because uh if i'm honest with y'all we truly couldn't get an apartment and so you know it was looking like we was about to be homeless y'all it was truly looking like we was about to be homeless in a couple of days and um when she met that woman that woman was able to 
bypass all of that stuff and she told us right like she don't care about the credit she don't look she don't care about this she don't care about that we have a place to live and man i'm just so grateful for that on today because man I'm truly, you know, coming to see that, you know, no matter what circumstance I'm in, uh, whether I'm up or whether I'm down, you know, I, I can continue to be the same person. And, you know, even before we got the apart, even before we got the apartment, I was still praising God. Y'all probably didn't even know at the beginning of when we started this series, I truly didn't know uh, where we was going to be at in a matter of 21 days, but I knew that God was going to do something. And so when she came home and told me um, that what happened, she was like, isn't this crazy? And I was like, Nah, it ain't crazy because I knew that he was going to come through. And that's the kind of relationship that I'm getting with God now. And it's not out of arrogance. It's not out of anything. But when she came home and told me that I wasn't surprised because I knew that um, he is truly going to make a way out of nowhere. He is going to make a river in the desert. Uh, he just keeps on coming through. And so I know why we was in that situation. We was in that situation because he told us not to get a job. We was in that situation because he told me uh, uh, investor tried to invest in us, y'all. This is the part that y'all don't know, right? An investor tried to invest in us. Um, and when the investor tried to invest in us, uh, I was preaching uh, one of those days and I was about to accept the money because the money would have put us in a way better situation. We would still been in the house. And God told us no. He told us no. He told us no. So he told me no to turn down the money uh, despite what it is that we had going through. And so... Uh, in Matthew 19, it tells us, right, uh, you know, whatever you give up for Christ, whatever you give up for Christ, whatever you give up for Christ, man, he will return it back a hundredfold. So I was expecting for him to come through like that. And so I don't know who it is out there on tonight, right, uh, on today, right, that is, is going through a situation and you may have lost things, you know, for Christ. It might be your job. It might be your car, y'all. Throughout this process, y'all, I had to pawn my car for $400 to pay for my door or the daycare um but i know that it's coming back and so a lot of the things that the and he trying to throw all of these flaming darts at me and i'm i'm leaping right over i'm like bro come on bro come on bro i'm i'm not even so attached to the things no more because i know man and i i'm i'm so man anchor in the God that I serve, like my faith is not attached to the things. It wasn't attached to the house. It wasn't. But the thing is, it took me a while to get there. And I finally can say that I have gotten to a place that, man, I'm going to praise God. I'm going to continue to praise God, no matter what it is that I'm going through, because I know that he is going to make a way. I know that he is going to make a way. I I expected that man to come through. And so when she came home and told me that, it, I was about to tell Shay not to go running because it was kind of late at night when she was about to go running. But I felt the Holy Spirit tell me to just let her go. Just let her go. And when she came back with the story, man, it's just so crazy. We can, I cannot make this stuff up that we was about to be homeless in three days now. And not only that, uh, we was paying about $2,700 for uh, uh, what we had to live at. And y'all, this, this, this uh, is Matthew 19. Uh, um, uh, I can't remember the verse right now, but it's in Matthew 19. Um, and so, uh, not only that, uh, 
we got the apartment, but we got the apartment and the apartment is only seven hundred dollars, seven hundred and something dollars. So we got a three bedroom apartment for seven hundred something dollars. And the woman told us that we only got to pay the prorated prorated price this month and the next month she has a program that just to help us out to where we can be paying from anywhere from 50 to 60 dollars to get us back on our feet y'all do y'all not hear what i'm saying oh my god i'm talking about from 2700 dollars i'm talking about from 2700 dollars like 2700 dollars like and that's just for it that ain't car payment that ain't this that ain't that um and you know, it's just so amazing, man, what this man would do, y'all. Uh, when we sit back and we think that we got to do all of this stuff. Um, and yeah, it didn't look like it didn't look it don't look like what I thought it was going to look like. I ain't going to lie to you. I thought that was going to be the place where I kick back my feet and, you know, run it up and all of these things, man. But man, he got a funny way of moving. And I'm knowing that, uh, man, I can I'm expecting great things from him, but I am content where I'm at right now. I, when I tell y'all, I told Shay this, and man, I'm going to get into the message, but man, the Holy Spirit is putting this on my heart. You know, I was at a place to where that's something that, you know, all of us probably desire, right? Like I was living in this neighborhood with, you know, mostly Caucasian neighborhood and nobody ever talked to us the whole year that we lived there. Like I'm a social person. Y'all can see that, right? Like I like conversation. I like to talk to people and nobody ever even came over to talk to us in the whole neighborhood, the whole year and some change that we was there. And I began to tell Shay when we were still living, I'm like, man, this is what it's about. Like this is why we move out the hood, like to truly get here and talk to and not even be able to know our neighbors, man. And when I tell y'all, when I have moved into this apartment, man, just me talking to the kids coming up the apartments and me talking to their parents and all of that stuff, I feel just a place of love. I just feel different, y'all. And it's not about you know, it's 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 truly, man, just about the environment that that I would, man, God knows what it is that we, you know, we may think that we want this, but he knows truly what our heart desires because I like conversation. I like talking to people, right? And for a whole year and a half, I wasn't able to talk to anybody. And so, man, it's still blessings and him downgrading us and all of this stuff, man. It's just a setup for the next thing that he's doing. Yes, ma'am, it's an assignment. It's an assignment. I already see it now. And so I just wanted to share that with y'all and go into a little bit of detail because uh, my baby Shay, I, I, I'm going to go into detail and I got to tell the full story, y'all. But man, he's trying to save y'all time. I don't be thinking that folks would hear everything. on the testimony. You Sorry. can't because every little part will bless somebody. You just never, I know that some people be going through the same things. And so I like to always, it might be a little long winded, but I like to share the whole thing. Um, and so I'm finna get into this word. Yeah, I'm finna get into this word. Y'all, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. And so we in the last, uh, we are in the last sermon, uh, Bible study series, whatever it is that you want to call it, of uh, this month uh, of August and uh, the last week of the off season. And, you know, throughout this off season, we have talked about a lot of things and I'm praying that it has blessed y'all the way that, you know, it has blessed me, you know, uh, God has truly been doing some things and, you know, uh, it's something that he's been placing on my heart uh, about the off season that Shay touched on a little bit last week. And, you know, he's been telling me that in the off season, it's a must that we finish strong. 
it's a must that we finish strong. I want y'all to remember that it's in right that now in the offseason, it's a must that we finish strong in. So last week, Shay talked about, you know, the phases of the offseason. Uh, and and, and I, I just want to remind y'all from the definition that he gave me when I first started the series. He said that the offseason is a place to is a time to rest reflect, develop, improve, focus on things that directly and indirectly affect your competitive performance for the next season. And so, you know, Shay talked about these four phases, right? She talked about phase one uh, being a place where, you know, you will be eradicated, right? Things will be vacated and you will be scraped. And in the second phase, she talked about the preparedness phase where, you know, we the place where we get the wisdom, right? And in phase three is where we begin the rebuilding and the laying of the foundation. And then phase four is where you become a watchman, right? And where you have to be a attentive to you know what what what's going on right uh, and and to to be attentive to you know, pr pretty much playing it like a gardener, right? You paying close attention and tending to your harvest. You pulling up weeds and you want to watch out for animals that can come steal your crop. And uh, that's truly the part in the off season that I truly want to go over today. You know, as we end this series, you know, like I said, we talked about, you know, what the off season was. I, I came back on the second week and I uh, I talked about, you know, why you should be encouraged in the offseason using Joseph's life. And she gave us the play by play last weekend. So now I find now we find ourselves here in the offseason. Right. You know, now we here now we at the end. Right. Um, I just came here on today to truly tell you to keep your foot on the gas. I came here on today to truly tell you to it's truly I don't know what's 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 going on in your offseason. I don't know if it's to, uh, you know, if you in the offseason now, or if your offseason is coming. Right. But when you get to this stage, right, when you get to uh, the fourth phase that Shay was talking about, I'm here to remind you prophetically to keep your foot on the gas. And it is so essential, y'all. It is so essential. It's so essential in the offseason that we finish harder than we started. We have to finish harder than we started. The same faith that it took for us to jump out on faith when we first started, we have to finish harder than that. And, you know, we learned last week, right, that we had an enemy who doesn't want us to get anything that God has for us. We understood that, you know, he doesn't want for us to become more like Christ. Everything that God wants for us, he, he is he is rooting for the opposite of that. He does not want for you to be to walk fully in your purpose. He doesn't want for you to, you know, become the human being that God desires for you to be. That purpose, that dream, all of that stuff, he is not for. So he is going to do everything in his power that he can to stop it. But it's a plot twist, y'all. It's a plot twist because we learn that he doesn't have any power. He doesn't have any power. And so, you know, he, like I said, he would do everything in his power, but he doesn't have any power. And uh, man, it, 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 God was truly just telling me that, you know, we learn, right, that he truly just is sneaky and he slip, he's slippery, right? He's looking to trip us up in places that we are unaware. He wants to come through and, and on the side and he 
wants to come through and disguise himself in, you know, different situations, but he truly has no power. And so when I began to think about this topic, when I began to think about this topic of visual representation, uh, you know, was 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 pl played back in my head. And I just truly want to share this clip with y'all. This clip, y'all, is a is is of one of my childhood friends, uh, one of my childhood friends in a football game. And so I'm gonna share my screen right now. I'm gonna share my screen, and I just want y'all to look at this clip. And I'm going somewhere with the clip. Um, can y'all see the Can y'all see the screen? Yes. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna play this clip. So that which I just saw, that which I just saw, the Lord spoke Remember to me John in a way, the Lord spoke to me in a way through that clip, man, it just keeps running back in my mind. It just keeps running back in my mind. And he told me that that's a visual representation on what the enemy wants to do in the offseason. We got the play-by-play, y'all. We about to walk in the touchdown, and the enemy wants for nothing more than for us to do the same thing that my friend just did on that clip. He wants for us to sit, have our eyes right on the promise, right? We can, we can truly see the promise. We got the play-by-play. -play. We understand what it is. We understand why it's important. We understand how to navigate it, and we on our way to the end zone. He cannot stop us. So his desire is to distract you on your way there just for us, just for him to come through and steal the ball right before the goal line, for us to lay down, for us to get lackadaisical right before the end zone and let the ball go. He can't stop it. Like I told y'all, he can't stop. He can't stop whatever it is that God is trying to do in your life. He cannot stop it. All he wants to do is to steal it, especially when we are almost there. You know, he truly wants, man, for you to get to that place just for you to steal it right from up under your nose. And so the text that I'm coming from on today is 1 Peter 5 and 8. In 1 Peter 5 and 8, I'm going to give you all some time to get there. And I am going to start reading. It says in the, in the uh, NLT version first, it says, stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls like a roaring lion for some looking for someone to devour. But it's so crazy that when I read it in the message version, it's I feel like the message version just to just get a little bit more real uh, on in this verse. It says, "Keep a cool head, stay alert." The devil is poised to pounce and will like nothing better than to catch you napping. Um, 
I'm here to tell y'all on today that he doesn't fight fair, right? And he is waiting for us to fall asleep. He is waiting for us to do the same thing that y'all just saw in that clip to get lackadaisical on our way to the promise so he can come and steal that what God has for us right from up under our nose. God is telling me how essential it is for us to not just finish, but for us to finish stronger than we started. Because when we are in this place of in that fourth phase when we are headed into the end zone he wants nothing more he is trying harder than ever to steal the ball from you to steal the promise from you to take you out of your character to do something to to uh, allow you to forfeit all it is that you have been working for throughout the whole off season and so like i said you know i want to show y'all how important it is you know it's deeper than taking that leap of faith that we took at the beginning, right? We took that leap of faith, but he's showing me how essential, how essential it is for our faith to be even stronger when we have gotten to the end. Throughout the different trials, the tests and the tribulations, it's supposed to build our faith as we are going through what it is that we are going through in the off season. Not for us to get to a point, get to the point to the end and finish like today's ago. Um, you know, the reason why, you know, it's essential that we press on. Like I said, he is he is he is searching for us like a lion, you know, looking to devour us at that stage, right? We are staring that promise right in the face, right? And so I just truly want to minister to y'all on today from you know uh, a passage of scripture, you know, a couple passages of scripture, you know, throughout the children of Israel's journey. And so for those of y'all who don't know, I just truly want to give y'all a quick backstory on the children of Israel, right? They were freed from slavery um, and they left. Uh, I'm not going to give y'all the whole full play by play re-exodus uh, in y'all spare time, but I'm just going to give y'all a quick synopsis on what was going on up until the point to where I'm going to come from today in Exodus 13 and 18. And so the Israelites, they were, they were freed from slavery. They were in slavery for over 400 years and uh you know man god did some amazing things god uh, allowed for moses to bring them up out of captivity uh they went captivity in egypt and uh the lord killed they Israel, I mean, uh, it, the Lord had a point that he was trying to prove to Egypt. Uh, the pharaoh didn't want to let them go. Uh, he allowed for them to uh and he killed every single uh he killed all of the egyptians uh uh everything that was that that was uh under a certain age uh god showed god showed mercy on the israelites showing them that he was the god that they served he showed them who exactly who he was doing during, during this time and so when they were freed from slavery they left with their head held high ready for whatever they left full they left full of they left full of everything that god had because they understood that my god could do this and my god could do that so when they were stepping out into the wilderness they left with their head held high ready for whatever and so this passage of scripture exodus 13 and 18 um very familiar uh passage of scripture it says so god led them in a roundabout way through the wilderness towards the red sea and that's not the part that i want to focus on today it's the second sentence that i want to focus on it says thus the israelites left egypt like an army ready for battle 
the Israelites left Egypt like an army ready for battle. That's when they jumped. That's when they, that's, that's headed into the wilderness. That's headed into the wilderness. And so a little bit more about the backstory. God is not leading them the short way to the promise. God promised them that they would, that they would uh, be going to a land filled with milk and honey, that all of the promises that the promise that God had gave Abraham, they are finally sitting in that place now that they are on their way to the promised land. And so instead of God leading them the short way, he's leading them the roundabout way. And so that's what the first sentence is talking about. And so they understood that they wasn't going the short way. They was pumped up. They was ready to go the long way. And they left ready for battle. So when they walked into their offseason, when they walked into their offseason, they left. The, they, they jumped out in the offseason just the same way that we did on the 6th of August, right? They left the offseason. They left into the off season, ready for battle. I'm about whatever it is, whatever I got to go through, God, whatever I got to do to be more like you, whatever I got to do to be more like Christ, God, I'm ready for it. And the message version says it in a, in, like I say, man, I'm just loving the message version. That second sentence in the message version says the Israelites left Egypt in military formation. It says that they left military formation and that shows me that they was about whatever. They ready, they ready to do whatever. And throughout that journey through the wilderness, right, they had their ups and they had their downs. And I'm not going to stop down today, right? They went through their fair trucks, fair share of trials and tribulations. And, and the same way that we experienced during the offseason, the same thing that we experiencing, those are the same things that they were uh, experiencing. But God showed up in miraculous ways for them the same way that he does for us in our offseason. Like I said, everything, when they were starving, he provided food. When they was thirsty, he provided water, whatever it is, man. When they when 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 the enemies was coming after them, he parted the Red Sea and allowed for them to go through on dry ground and close the Red Sea, close the sea uh, on the Egyptians and allow for all of them to drown. And so throughout this time, throughout this time, throughout the off season, yes, it was hard. Yes, the experience was crazy. Yes, that it was it was tough. Yes, it was a test of their faith. But through, uh, through it all in all, God just came through because like I keep telling y'all, that's just what he do. But by the time that they had reached the promised land, and I'm fast forwarding uh, about 40 years, they find, they go through all these tests and tri tribulations. They doubt in God. They still don't trust God, all of this stuff. But I'm fast forwarding 40 years. They finally, it was supposed to take them it was it, it it was it it was supposed to take them a couple of days, but ended up taking them forty years to get there. And so now they finally get there. Let's let's speed past that. Now they finally get there, and so they finally reach this place where they're looking at the they hear they hear now they hear now. And so the same land that God had promised Abraham, uh, they are they are now here. They are now here. They're here now, and so. Uh, God told Moses and he sent over 12 spies. Uh, he, he told to, he sent over 12 spies because it was a land that they were going to take over and that they was going to walk in that they was going to conquer this land and they was going to be in the promised land. It's that's the promise is here. They staring it right in their face. The same way that y'all saw my friend on that clip, staying the end zone down the same way, like us, we're staring the promise down. Right. And so uh they uh he's he's he sent them over to spy on the land but uh 
instead of finishing strong, they did not finish strong. And so I just want to read this this passage of text and tell y'all what happened. And so, um, and, and this is what not to do. And so Numbers 13 and 31. I'm going to give y'all a little bit of time to get that. Numbers 13 and 31. And so I'm going to start reading from the uh, NLT version. It says, but the other men who had explored the land with them disagreed. Remember, I said uh, they spent, they sent, tw uh, Moses sent 12 spies over there to peep the land out before uh, they went over, before they went over to attack. And so uh, this is what the man said. It says, but the other men who had explored the land with them disagreed. We can't go up against them. They are stronger than we are. So they spread a bad report among the land of the Israelites. The land we traveled through and explored will devour anyone who goes to live there. All the people we saw there were huge. We even saw giants there, the descendants of Anak. Next to them, we felt like grasshoppers. And that's what they thought too. Man, let's pause right here. So the same God that got them through they off season, now they staring the promise right in their face. They staring the promise right in the right in the face. And they are now, right? I told y'all how they left. And so they left ready for war. But now throughout this offseason, throughout all of the stuff that they had gone through, the stuff that they had went through to build their faith has now decreased their faith. So they 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 in a worse situation. They're not finishing strong. How I told y'all uh, what God is telling me on today, that we have to finish strong. They're not finishing as strong as they started. They It's something that, that man, what they're doing right here is, is pretty much saying that, Nah, we we not ready for that. Like we can't go over there, man. We can't go up against them. They stronger than us. Uh, they spread a bad report and uh, gave all of the people and is all of the Israelites anxiety. Now, and so uh, long story short, the people began to rebel against God, and God gets mad. God gets so mad that He says, "Ain't none of y'all making it into the promised land now." Ain't none of y'all making it to the promised land except for the two people. Uh, it was two people named one was named Joshua and one was named Caleb. And, and the reason why they were able to make it into the promised land, because out of those, there was 10 people who came back with the bad report. They were the ones who were who were willing to finish strong. They were the ones who were ready to do what it is that God had told them to do. They understood that the same God that had got them from this place, that had been with them throughout the wilderness, was going to get them into the promised land. They understood that. So they were willing to finish stronger than they started. They started off in military formation, and Joshua and Caleb were still on that by the time that they got to the promised land, although everybody else wasn't. And so something that the Lord is telling me on today is that the enemy knew that they were close. And his, his goal, the enemy's goal was truly fulfilled because what he wanted them to do was to die in the wilderness. Everything that they saw when they went over there was just smoking mirrors. They had already overcome every single obstacle that came up in front of them. Like I told y'all, when it was the food, when it was the water, when it was the people chasing them, they had already, they had already defeated every single obstacle. But what they did, right, is that they napped 
and slept on God after all they had seen and experienced with him, and it costed them their promise. Like I told y'all, man, it was truly smoke and mirrors. It was smoke and mirrors. It was smoke and mirrors. I told y'all from 1 Peter 5 and 8 what the enemy wants to do. He truly, he truly, it tells us, man, the devil is poised to pounce. And we're like nothing better than to catch you napping. And so when you napping, you forgetting what it is that God has done going into your promise. Now, we cannot take our eyes off of God, y'all. We cannot take our eyes off of God because I'm truly telling y'all, it's nothing more that the enemy wants to do. What is to catch us in this moment. It's to catch us in this moment where we're at right now when we got our eyes on the promise. When we got our eyes on the promise, when we can see it with a clear eye view. Yes, that's what it is that God has for me. That's what it is that God is about to do for me. He wants for you to see that. And he wants to catch you sleeping. He wants to catch you sleeping right in that place. I'm here today to tell y'all how important it is to finish strong. We have to not let up, not let down, not catch senioritis or none of that stuff, right, that the world is telling us to do. It's not the time to coast. It's not the time to take your foot off the gas and let it back and take a break because you don't work hard and all of this stuff. No, we have to keep the same faith that we had when we started so we do not stumble. We do not fall. We do not fumble at the finish line. Y'all saw what it looked like uh, with John, right? That was my homeboy that I showed y'all. Um, y'all saw what it looked like with the children of Israel. And I don't know what it is for you, right? It might be that, you know, right before you walking into marriage, right? It's a, a, a new person, a, a person that you always wanted coming up and, and now, they, now they seeing you, right? And he knows what it is that we like. The enemy understands what you like. He understands that. He's not even going to tell a full lie. He's not going to tell a full lie. He's going to tell you 98% of what the enemy is going to do. He's going to tell you the truth. And that 2% is going to be the lie to trip you up. He understands and knows our desires the same way the Lord does. He wants for us to compromise, get lazy, and take our foot on the gas. Take our foot off the gas, y'all. That's truly what he wants us to do. I don't know what it is for you. Whatever it is that you have overcome, whatever it is that it seems like is, is, is preventing you from walking into that promise, it's just smoke and mirrors, y'all. The same way that it was for the children of Israel. The same way that I just showed y'all on that clip. It's smoke and mirrors, y'all. We have to stay focused on the prize. We have to stay focused on what it is that God is doing. We have to stay focused on the promise. We have to stay focused on him, y'all. He wants for us to get lazy. He wants for you to take your foot off the gas so he can do his job. He's going to do his job. We know what his job is. When he at, when 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 uh when God asked him in, in Job what he was doing, he said, "Oh, I'm just going to and fro." You know, roaming the earth looking for some looking for looking for that's his job, y'all. So he's looking for us. He, like I told y'all, he he's going to do everything in his power. But the the plot twist, right, is that he doesn't have any power, and so all he's gonna do is wait for you to trip up. He's gonna make things look as if they are not. That's what he's going to do. He just wants for you to. He's gonna make it. At, man, go ahead and let your hat down. You already did it. You already married. You already married. Go ahead, let it down. Let it down, man. You know, it's A, man. It's going to be A. Go, go ahead. Let it down. Let it down, man. It ain't that It ain't that serious. Think about when he was tempting Jesus. In the, think about when he was tempting Jesus. 
He was coming at him with the word. He was coming at him with 98% truth. And he truly wants to trip us up. He understands all the work that you are doing have done to get to this place right here. And he wants nothing more than to trip you up, than to make you fumble right at the end, y'all. I can't, I can't explain it enough. I don't know what it is for you. Like I said, I don't know what it is for y'all. I can't sit here and tell y'all and I pray that y'all just ask God, what, it, what is it for me, God? What is it? Because he's going to try to trip you up at the end. I can just tell y'all what it is for me. I had an experience this week. And so a lot of y'all, I don't know if y'all know, we went to, we had to pitch our business this week. And so we had a pitch and uh, we had a pitch and man, Shay did wonderful. Like I'm talking about, she did wonderful. Like everybody in the whole arena just knew like we went against these two companies and everybody just knew that they want people was coming up to me like after like, man, she just rocked the stage, man. People was getting up, coming to see like, who is that? And all of this stuff has happened. And um, so we come down and I'm talking to a dude and he like, man, y'all got a billion dollar company. He's telling me that. And uh, as he's telling me that they, uh, the judges come out of the room for deliberation to tell who the winner was. And uh, um, as he's coming out of the room, uh, as they coming out of the room, uh, the lady comes up and she says, oh, I'm looking for the one. Mind you, she looking right at me. I think she's she Shay. And she said, I'm looking for the winner. And uh, I don't know where he's at. And mind you, she looked at me. So I'm like, whoa, hold on now. Like, whoa, hold on now. Like, whoa, what's what's good? So long story short, y'all, we ended up losing. And so uh, everybody was kind of confused. Everybody was just confused. Like, what? How did they win? Like, y'all most definitely was the best. And I'm talking about everybody was saying that. And so um, I ended up knowing two of the judges. And so when uh, when I ended up seeing them, like, y'all, I got, like, I wasn't walking by the spirit. Y'all, I'm, I'm transparent with y'all. Like, I, I didn't do what I wanted to do, which was go and slap one of them. Like, I didn't do that, but I wasn't walking by the spirit. And I told them how I was feeling. Like, I didn't cuss or nothing like that, but I told them how I was feeling and I wasn't walking by the spirit. I let my emotions control me. And so uh, long story short, I end up telling the guy like, you know, like I pretty much told him like, hey, man, y'all boys don't, hey, when it blow, don't act like this, don't act like that. It's, mm, eh. you feel me? I told him how I felt I, on my heart. And so the, another guy was, uh, and I feel like that part was straight. And so another guy was talking to one of my friends at the event. And when he was talking to my friend, like I was mean mugging him like, hey, boy, you, you feel me? Like, Y'all get what I'm saying. I wasn't cussing, but you feel me? I was, I was on go. I was on go. And so, um, long story short, um, you know, I man, I felt the Holy Spirit convict me in that moment. Like, man, this how you, you know, this how you, uh, this how you gonna behave, you know, when you, you know, no matter what, you know, you know, no matter. And I'm just like God, but they cheated us, God. They, you feel me? Like God, I know we won, man. I just hate the Houston ecosystem. They just always doing this, always doing that. Long story short, uh, you know, he put it on my heart to call the dude uh, that I was talking bad to and I uh, get on the phone with him. And when I get on the phone with him, he tells me, uh, you know, I'm like, hey, man, you know, bro, I'm a man of God first, bro. I just want to apologize to you to uh, for the way that I acted on Wednesday, man. You know, that's not me. That's not my character. That's not who I'm trying to be. You know, that's not that's not me. Right. And so, uh, you know, anyways, we get into a little conversation and he ends up telling me he tells me that, man, it's so crazy that, you know, I'm a Christian, too, bro. 
And it's crazy. I was listening to a sermon on my way here about forgiveness, bro. So I already forgave you. Um, and, uh, and immediately, uh, he like, yeah, man, y'all were the best company. You know, we just felt like, you know, uh, y'all don't need, um, you know, y'all don't need uh, the $10,000 that this was for, you know, I was already getting ready to make y'all some connections to make some, get some, get with the people that y'all needed to raise the million dollars that y'all need. Um, and so that's the reason why y'all didn't win. Um, and, uh, yeah, y'all, y'all did have the best company woody, 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 and I immediately got the revelation that man, it was just smoking mirrors. Like it was truly just smoking mirrors. The enemy didn't want me to call him and to reconcile and all of that stuff. Like y'all, I have a great reputation in the ecosystem, uh, throughout, you know, for, for, uh, in the Houston startup ecosystem, I have a great reputation and we are about to raise the million dollars. Like it's already on the way. Like I can already see it, but the enemy came, he sees me about to walk into my promise. He seen what he knows what's about to happen and he can't do anything. So like I told y'all, he comes and he understands what it is that'll tick me. It's not even that I'm a sore loser because I can lose, but he knew that me feeling like I'm getting snubbed, especially by two people that I know, he knew that that would take me left. He understood that. And so with him doing that, he wanted me to go up there and slap one of them and now I'm be known like, did y'all hear about the guy who slapped so-and-so when he lost the competition, yada, 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 and ruined, my, ruined everything that God has for us off of that one situation. He truly wanted to do that. It was smoking mirrors, y'all. I truly felt like we lost, but Shay ended up getting so many connections for people who thinking about investing, for people who thinking about partnering with us. And it was truly just smoking mirrors. And the enemy wanted to take me off my pivot. And he truly wanted to separate me and that guy. It's not even Christians who in tech, like people don't even be on that. You feel me? He wanted to separate me and him and truly, man, get me to tarnish my name, tarnish my brand over something that we really did. It did we didn't win, but we won. We already had the victory. And I under, I didn't understand that in the moment. And God showed me that. And I'm being transparent with y'all for a reason, because that is truly what the enemy wants you to do. He wanted, he didn't want me to call him back. He wanted me to have that bad on my name. And when I called him back, he said, damn, bro, it's crazy that you did that. But this speaks more about your character. You calling me and apologizing to me. He says, man, I truly respect you now. That's not what the enemy wanted, y'all. The enemy wanted me to go and slap that man and make a scene in front of all of these, all of those wonderful folks. Like, it's not anybody who look like us there. We the only two black people. It's all other people who look don't even look like us there. That's what the enemy wanted me to do. He wanted me to tarnish my character. I was thinking just, I'm like, dang, bro, I was, I kept getting a vision in my head of Will Smith slapping old buddy when I was there. Like, I was that hot, y'all. I was that hot. And, and, and what I saw was that the enemy not, didn't want anything but to truth. He knows that I'm about to walk into my, he's, he knows that. I'm 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 100% sure what God is doing. I can see it. I got meetings lined up back to back. But one thing like that will tarnish everything that I've been working for throughout this whole offseason. All of the fruits of the spirit, all of that stuff that I've been working on, he wants me to drop it at the he, he wants me to drop it at the one yard line. He wants to rob it from me, y'all. He wants to rob it from you. That's what I'm saying. I truly want y'all to, to ask him, what is it for me? He'll show you. He'll show you. Because I truly, man, almost fell for the bait. 
I almost dropped the ball on the one yard line, but I'm just here for today to truly just tell y'all, we have to finish strong. It's more important than ever for us to truly finish strong. He is going to do his job, y'all. He's going to roam to and fro, seeking who he can devour. That's what he's going to do, right? You know, I just truly wanted to leave y'all with that. Man, notice the attack, right? God ended up working mine for my good. You feel me? Because I was able to catch it. And he gave me grace enough, man, to truly put it on his heart to truly forgive me and not tarnish my name. But y'all, we have to truly be vigilant. And I'm being transparent for a reason because I don't want y'all to do what I did, right? I don't want y'all to do what John did. I don't want y'all to do what the children of Israel did. Because we have to get here, y'all. It's more important than ever that we finish strong, that we finish stronger than we started. We have to finish strong. We cannot fall for the smoke in the mirrors. We cannot fall for the smoke in the mirrors, man, that the enemy is trying to show us, that he's, he's, he's truly trying to do it, man, harder than ever when you make it to step four. And so that's all I truly have for y'all today. Shay is about to finish off um what it is that man that we have to say and so i love y'all i love y'all i love y'all and shay shay you got it from here god amen y'all if y'all could have seen that man how high he was but i am so grateful right because the lord is so good to show us right and give us insight and as we go out and serve right and as we do this kind of stuff he turns the word back on us and ensures that we're living out this thing and I've been on this whole thing where it's like it is more important for us to be doers of the word than it is for us to just read this word, for us to hear all these messages, for us to be doing all of this stuff, what we feel like is good, but in the moment's time, right? Not actually be fulfillers and doers of the word. Like you can know all the right practices. You can know all the rules. You can know all the different things, right? But then in the moment when it's really time to exercise these tactics, right? And uh, be aware of the enemy and, and stay vigilant, right? Like we get lackadaisical or we, or we just forget, right? We're human, right? We get controlled by our emotions but I just wanted as we wrap up today because this was honestly an amazing series this is an amazing way of understanding that before your promise the Lord is going to take you through a stint of of training right he's going like I talked about he's going first of all he's going to vacate he's going to prune he's going to scrape he's going to uh eradicate he's going to take you through Jesus boot camp so you're going to go through all these different trials and tribulations as Javante talked about with the children of Israel then you're going to go through a rebuilding phase where you're going to have to be laying down the foundation now on godly precepts you're going to have an opportunity to start fresh reset start over and it is imperative that you use from what you've learned in the past season right in the past phases right to ensure that you are building a solid foundation built on christ for this new life this grace this mercy that he's shown you you're going to have to use those things and understanding right that the enemy is not going to be excited about that so you have to be on guard for phase four and understanding that now as you've rebuilt as you you know uh, are walking into this promise that you now have to be a watchman you have to be vigilant you have to be 
sober minded. You have to actually like, like I'm talking about be a gardener, right? Like of a gardener, garden. If a good, if you know a good gardener, then you know that they are constantly out there with their plants, they're tending to them, they're loving on them, they're making sure that they're pulling up the weeds, they watering the plants. Like they are truly like parents, right? They're parents watching over their plant and you're gonna have to be like a parent watching over that harvest, watching over that promise and ensuring that you are up to date. And so I just went in closing because this has truly been an amazing thing because I want for what Ham said, I want for you to make sure that you sit with the Holy Spirit and ensure that, right? Like you are asking God, what is it for me, right? What is it, Lord, that I'm not being self-aware about, right? And the one thing that I really wanted to do was bring in what Angie and Sean preached about because a lot of it, bro, at this point is gonna be a big part of self-awareness, right? Like you have to know what is it for you? It was that for him, right? For some of us, it may be sex, right? It may be like we are dating and we are right there at the cusp of it, right? And then we go back and we fall into a Britney talked about how she's been 11 years celibate, right? Like what is it for you, right? Like what is it for you that is truly you know that you need to be highly self-aware about and just understand that the enemy is not going to play fair at this point. He doesn't want you to make it into that promise. But at the end of the day, you have the ability through your hands to be self, to have self-control. So like just a few tips to come out of the off season is one in this season, not only are you going to have to have coming out of it and going into the transition, it's like you're going to have to be self, you're going to have to exercise self-control. At the end of the day, the enemy can play with you all he wants to, right? He can play with your mind. He can play with your money. He can play with your family. He can play all he wants to. But at the end of the day, who's going to make the actions is going to be on you. In the scripture, right? In that same scripture talks about it says be sober minded first of all it's putting a command on you as the person in this season you're gonna have to be sober minded you're gonna have to be vigilant you're gonna have to do this work right you're gonna exercise control a lot of us think that we got a lot of self-control till we get in the moment and we realize we really don't have a lot of self-control. You're going to have to exercise self-control. You're going to have to die to the look. You're going to have to die to the anger. You cannot allow your emotions to take over you. This sounds easier said than done. Like, let's be real, right? The biggest part of this is that you're going to have self, you're going to have to have self-control. So in doing that, it's going to look like when you are feeling like, you know, you just got the job and now you want to celebrate, you know that because of your past, you cannot, you cannot go in certain places, you cannot go with certain people, you're going to have to have self-control, you know that if you've been working out and you've been losing this weight, because you know that it, for your health, it is time for you to lose weight, and then you get to that place, you lost the 20 pounds, and now you want to celebrate, right, like John did when he got to the end zone, but then you realize like I started out with a cupcake today now I'm eating cookies tomorrow and then the other day I'm eating ice cream and then 
I, I'm celebrating. No, I deserve, right? I deserve this moment. No, you have to exercise self-control, right? Like you want to tell everybody, right? Like in, it starts off like Joseph, right? God gave me this vision. I'm going to be in this promise, da, 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 da. But then it starts as like, let me go out and show off of everybody, right? Let me let them know that they slept on me, but it's time. Now you sleeping on me. Like it starts off as I'm just celebrating. I'm just telling what God did. And now I'm low key lashing out at people who didn't believe in me, who was hating on me, who was telling me that I'd never make it. And now it's turning from a celebratory thing to a prideful thing, to a thing where we're feeding into our fleshly desires and not having self-control. And then it's just simply going to be, you're going to have to focus. Like the thing about it is that this is, this is the biggest part of the off season is that it requires hyper-focus, meaning that you're going to have to see the finish line, understand that that's where you're trying to get, and you're going to have to run past the finish line. You're not just going to be able to walk up to the finish line like John thought that he could have. And many times football players do that, and then they get the ball stripped right out of their hand by trying to walk into the end zone thinking that they already made the touchdown when somebody comes and strips the ball right from their hand. Like, I think that the biggest part is focus. You're so worried about what everybody else got going on in all season. You're going to have to focus on you, the person in in the mirror and making sure that you are doing what you're supposed to be doing and the more that you focus and this really goes to all my spouses so many times like we want to focus on what our husband or what our wives are doing and how this is going for them that we have taken our eyes off for ourselves and so the enemy is going to attack us you worry so much about them and, and sit, trying to see what the enemy doing for them and you want them to grow and you want that to happen for them but you're not even focused on the person in the mirror so now he's going to come for you because you're not self-aware right now you're not focusing you're not allowing for the lord to speak in and through you and work with you to get to a place where you are actually able to do what you're supposed to do so and then lastly it's going to be that you're going to have to press you're going to have to labor and you're going to have to till out of coming out of this like it said they had to go into battle and win the promised land over. It wasn't that they just walked through it. It was milk and honey flowing. And that was it. That's why the people got scared. They got overwhelmed. They got intimidated. A lot of us think that as we stare that promise into the face, it's going to be easy. No, it's not necessarily going to be like that. It may be an obstacle still there that you're going to have to overcome and, 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 and press through that is going to get you to the promise you're right there looking in his face you can see it but right before that it's an obstacle and meaning that you're still going to have to work hard and even when you get over there you're going to have to like I said be a gardener and understanding that these are like I feel like these are the major keys as we transition out but all in all I believe that the Lord just wants to speak to us right now and truly minister to our souls and ask us and like sean always says he asks us this question you know what is the holy spirit speaking to me where am I in this journey? And Lord, what are you trying to speak to me about this journey? What are you trying to say to me? And so I just want to give time for that, just for us to sit and meditate with the Holy Spirit, because we will find that we will be 
on the cusp of making very bad decisions just because we have taken our eyes off the prize. We have gotten lackadaisical. I speak for myself. I have been on this fitness journey. I have been doing great, but I have gotten off path. So that is the place that the Lord knows that if the that if I can get off pivot with my working out, then my discipline dies down. If my discipline dies down, then my consistency dies down. If my consistency dies down, it trickles down into every place in my life. So I just want for, I'm going to be quiet now and give you time to sit with the Holy Spirit and let the Holy Spirit minister to you about this off season, where you are and what he desires of you going forward. If you are still sitting in this moment, please continue to do so because I do feel, I honestly feel the Holy Spirit moving. And I truly believe that the Holy Spirit is speaking to us and allowing for us to hear him clearly and what he desires of us as we go into our new seasons or as we are knee deep in our off seasons. Um, and then I am actually going to turn it back over to James. And um, I appreciate you all for rocking with us for a month full. Um, thank you, Angie, for trusting us with this, with this uh, sermon series. I pray that uh, you all have received what you were supposed to receive from this. And I pray, um, and I know that the Holy Spirit, and I know that the Lord is pleased um, as we have um, gone before you all. So I pray that it falls on good ground and good soil. Even if it's a prophetic message for you, you may not feel like you're there right now, but hopefully in a time where this season comes back up, you will find that you have all the tips and all the tricks and all the tactics, you have the play-by-play -play so that you will not be overcome, but you will be victorious in your off-season. Um, I love you all, and James, you can take it away. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Big Shay and Lil Ham, Lil Javante. <laughs> right, stop playing with my husband. That's big here. Don't play with my uh, <laughs> we really thank y'all though man for this great month of the off season it was a very very good um topic a very good sermon just to let us know that something before we get into that season god putting us in we're gonna have to go through that training process we're gonna have to train ourselves up and get stronger within our word and get stronger in our faith as well and continue just to um work out um you know 
the workout benefits has the great benefits, but the godly has more and better blessings as well to come.